Recorded live. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is your talk show host, Professor Solange Martinez. Thank you for joining us uh, tonight. Uh, and tonight is the last night of this week. Then we will start again uh, next week uh, with uh, our information exactly where we left off today. So uh, with that, uh, let me uh, welcome you again and um, proceed with one of the most controversial shows across the nation, The Truth Unleashed, the Spanish Harriet Topmas show, recorded live every night, Monday to Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that's every night, Monday to Friday, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and that is, of course, pending persecution and retaliation act against my person and or my elderly disabled mother, Luisa Oyarsson, because of my Christian activism and my denouncing of the assassination of American citizens and legal residents by government employees because of the trafficking of their identities and government benefits. So after they uh, sell their benefits and identities to illegals, then they get assassinated by our own government employees, ladies and gentlemen, which is an abomination in the eyes of God. So um, because of that, I have been falsely arrested, illegally incarcerated, and tortured in jail in the United States four times. And other retaliation uh, acts against my person and or my elderly disabled mother who is dying of cancer for lack of medical care because that's another retaliation. They have blocked uh, me and my mother uh, from any medical care whatsoever or any medication whatsoever. And there's very, very little crumbs of medication that we can scratch here and there are because I stand uh, on, I stand uh, and I call on the phone to get a medication for approximately 20 to 50 hours on the phone, writing letters, writing faxes, going here, going there, to get one medication for my elderly disabled mother. And um, another, other retaliation attacks uh, have been um, false arrest, as I said, banging at our doors, uh, police officers with the government employees that I have reported uh, because of my Christian belief from the Department of Social Services and from the Social Security Administration Office as uh, well as the local and state police. Um, they come to our homes, bang at our doors, uh, commit trespassing because uh, if they don't have a court order, they cannot come to our doors, I mean, to, to our homes. Um, many times they have broken the doors. Um, they come inside. Uh, they mark our religious symbols, um, our crosses and um, images of Jesus Christ. They also 
uh, repurposed pages of our Bible. Um, they threaten us uh, with making me disappear if my mother doesn't sign any papers that they need to continue with the trafficking of her identity and government benefits and continue to sell her identities to illegals across the country. They also have um, threatened us with um, death. Um, they uh, loosened up all the nuts of all the four tires of my Sayura Corolla, 1995, so we can crash in the middle of the highway and kill ourselves. Uh, they also have loosened up parts of this Sayura Corolla, 1995, so we can crash uh, while we are in the highway and also kill ourselves that way with the parts being lo loose, loosened up. And um, they also, um, in the middle of the night while we were sleeping, uh, took two of the tires, the front tires of my Toyota Corolla 1995, uh, and put uh, and replaced them with um, bad tires. And one of them exploded while we were in the highway, going from Danceville, New York, to uh, Rochester, New York, okay, New York, uh, when we were going to the bankruptcy court to declare ourselves in bankruptcy because all of our government benefits in any microdentials have been stolen and sold to illegals in the country, so illegals can get my job uh, and charge uh, $500 per hour as college professors and teachers, and also they can also get welfare benefits, uh, and they have had children, with my uh, name and social security number, in, while in welfare, they have Section 8, um, the off, which is money in cash, according to my investigation and research. They have uh, the whole uh, uh, work, the whole package. Uh, so um, that is also uh, something that uh, we will be discussing uh, in uh, this show. It's not tonight, uh, in the future. And um, because I have reported all this, um, they have committed criminal mischief against my property, as I said, against uh, uh, my vehicles and my mother, uh, against my clothing. Uh, they came into uh, the police offices from Livingston County, uh, sent by um, a organized crime member and sheriff, Thomas Doherty, sent uh, his deputy, uh, in charge of the um, harassment, harassment and assassination of American citizens and legal residents when they report his, his criminal network, the organized crime. So uh, Dory, uh, Sheriff Dory, uh, sent Ms. Um, Phyllis, uh, his deputy, to assassinate my mother uh, and myself to take us out in the middle of the winter with a seven-degree weather faking uh, an illegal addiction when in reality it was um, masquerading the assassination attempt that was uh, planned uh, by the architect, the, uh, the architect of our assassination, uh, which are the intellectual architects of uh, our assassination. Um, New York, Livingston County, uh, DSS Commissioner Diana Dean, USA uh, Social Security Administration of uh, Commissioner, 
temporary commissioner or interim commissioner, Nancy Berezio, New York State Monroe County DSS Commissioner, Corinda Crossdale, and um, Social Security Administration Office uh, Regional Commissioner, Beatrice Mann and Frederick Maureen, as well as the DSS Commissioner of Westchester County, who has also been, uh, as the aforementioned, selling my identity and my mother and um, defrauding the United States government federal reserve account with millions, billions, and trillions of dollars during the last 13 years or so. So they have been telling them that they uh, have been providing across the country um, goods and services that my mother and I have never received uh, except for uh, a fraction of uh, our food stamps because I have to take care of my mother 24-7 because she has epilepsy. And uh, because of it, I haven't been able to work besides the fact that they have blocked me uh, from getting any jobs by contacting my prospective employees, uh, employers, excuse me, and uh, telling them um, that I have criminal records, that I, I am bipolar and inventing things that um, the people that they sold my identity to have, uh, like uh, a person with bipolar that they sold my identity to, and then she was working here and in the Dominican Republic also with my credentials, my teaching credentials. And also um, many people in Geneseo, New York, uh, have uh, one person has my at least one person has my identity, and uh, is uh, as I understand it, working um, studying at Suny Geneseo, from which I graduated 25 years ago. Uh, so um, that is going on, and um, these are the type of things that we are uh, having in our country right now. So because uh, of my activism and um, my reporting of this, uh, they have retaliated against uh, my person and my mother in the aforementioned matter. Uh, manner. So um, they also have fabricated cases against me. Um, a, the Social Security Administration uh, Office com Commissioner, uh, Temporary Commissioner Nancy Berecchio, I sent her supervisee uh, to uh, tell me that if I signed the document saying that all the millions and billions of dollars and trillions of dollars that have been defrauded from the United States government federal reserve account, um, if I say that I have uh, defrauded the government uh, and I have been managing my mother's uh, money, then uh, she would... Uh, give back the four months worth of Social Security disability benefits, court-awarded disability benefits that my mother was receiving that she stole for the month of August of 2017 and October, November, and December of 2017 in order, of course, to prevent her from paying the rent when she was at Fort Shepherd Avenue in Mount Morris, New York, and uh, and then having her uh, removed 
from the premises because of non-payment of rent. So this is without a doubt organized crime, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, of course, then she would uh, hide the fact that she uh, had my elderly disabled mother, an elderly disabled mother, uh, an elderly disabled citizen who has had two cancer operations removed from um, her rented apartment, her rented, ha- rented house at Fort Shepherd Avenue in Mount Morris, New York. Uh, she, she tried to hide that fact by putting me as the person who uh, rented a house. That's falsification of court records. It's called, ladies and gentlemen, court fraud. So um, because she used that uh, to, first of all, uh, masquerade the assassination attempt that they, asked, they had already planned uh, beforehand, uh, and then after I signed the papers, uh, I would be assassinated with my mother, and then they would say, well, uh, she's a thief. She uh, stole millions and billions of, and trillions of dollars from the United States government, and she was also involved in warfare fraud because she moved across the country uh, to places where I have never been, I'm sure. And she got um, government benefits here, government benefits there, approximately 4,000 different counties. So uh, since I was going to be dead, I was not going to be able to speak and say what she did. So that's what Nancy uh, Berry Hill, the temporary uh, United States uh, uh, Social Security Administration Office Commissioner, did in conjunction with the aforementioned uh, sheriff uh, from Livingston County, Thomas Story, and uh, the DSS commissioners, Diana Dean, Corinda Crossdale, and Helen McGuire from uh, Livingston County, Westchester County, and Monroe County in the state of New York. And these are the retaliation, retaliatory attacks that I have suffered because I have reported the assassination of American citizens and legal residents after the aforementioned uh, commissioners steal and sell their identities to illegals. So illegals can get uh, free health care, free medical insurances, uh, the the ones that belong to the citizens and legal residents, and uh, free government benefits like free housing, free tenants, uh, money cash, free uh, clothing, as well as free furniture, etc. So these are the reasons why uh, these uh, people have done that, have uh, been after me, have, have attacked me uh, physically, uh, and also in every way. Uh, they um, have, have had me tortured while falsely arrested, while in custody, uh, and have told me uh, that uh, that was not because I violated any law that I was supposed to be arrested, that, that that was because of, and I quote, my big mouth. And um, with that, uh, let me continue. Do you feel like giving a shout-out? Do you feel like speaking the truth without being censored? This is your time. If you want your voice to be heard, call our talk show number at 
1445 pound 145906 pound 145906 pound and or you can join us in our chat room by going to www.talkshoe.com www.talkshoe.com just enter my ID number which is 145906 145906 and click go it's free and fun and you will like it now let's See um, if I can tell you a little bit of the show today about the show today. Um, what we are going to do is we, as always, are going to say our prayer for our um, assassinated activist uh, Elvira Williams from uh, Florida, Broward County, uh, assassinated by the supervisees uh, of Sheriff Pat Israel who was recently uh, removed from his position, thank God and thank the angels of God, uh, after he uh, had his supervisees uh, stand outside of a high school while children, uh, 15 of them, were assassinated, uh, or were, excuse me, were murdered by a shooter, a shooter that was um, having mental problems. Uh, and two of our teachers were also uh, murdered uh, while these, uh, I believe, five police officers stood outside hearing the shots uh, and did not go in to uh, prevent the shooter from shooting the children uh, and the, the teachers. And uh, one of the teachers uh, had to use his body uh, to shield uh, other uh, the children and and to uh, try to disarm the shooter. And unfortunately, uh, in in that act, during that act, he um, uh, was shot and he died while the the state police officers uh, did not go in. So uh, I would like to say a prayer for um, Elvira Williams, these murdered people, and also all of the citizens and uh, legal residents and, and anybody who has stood in the way of the organized crime, all of these citizens and legal residents um, that have been assassinated uh, by, not murdered, uh, but assassinated like Elvira Williams because murder is when you uh, murder something uh, for personal reasons. These people have been assassinated because the assassins have been paid to kill these uh, uh, citizens and legal residents uh, after their identities and government benefits have been stolen and sold to illegals by our uh, government employees, um, specifically by the commissioners of SSA, DSS, and the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, as well as the DOJ uh, employees. So, um, as you know, SSA is the Social Security Administration Office, uh, and uh, the DSS is the Department of Social Services, and the DOJ is the um, Department of uh, Justice. And I should take this opportunity to let you know that not uh, all the uh, uh, 
Department of Justice and all the government employees working at these uh, aforementioned offices are bad apples uh, and putrefied apples. There are many of them, but there are also um, people that during my 17 years research, I came across or I encountered, um, I came across or, or encountered. And um, these people um, were not uh, corrupted or bad people, but for one reason, some reason or another reason, they were working at these officers, offices and um, they could not uh, do anything. They were powerless against the atrocities that they were seeing uh, regarding the assassination of American citizens and legal residents after their identities and government benefits uh, were sold, sold and sold to illegals. So thank God in our DOJ, we have uh, honest, decent uh, employees who uh, go against uh, the DOJ employees who are members of the organized crime and who use and abuse their positions to uh, go after uh, innocent citizens and innocent civilians uh, to uh, take them out of their way or eliminate them because they are an obstacle to the organized crime and the trafficking of identities and government benefits. So uh, these people that uh, work at the DOJ who are honest, who are uh, professional and who are uh, Christians uh, because they believe in God, I applaud these people and I tell them to continue their good uh, work. And uh, unfortunately, many of them were so disgusted um, with the behavior of many of the DOJ employees uh, that they had, they resigned, many of them, unfortunately, especially uh, within the FBI. They were so disgusted with the corruption uh, that they resigned. Uh, and now there's one person, one of them is um, suing uh, Comey uh, because of uh, corruption. He knew that approximately something like six, 600 million uh, or billions, I'm not sure, 600 million at least, um, a personal, personal information of citizens and legal residents of the United States were exposed and Comey could do something about it and did, and did nothing. And now uh, he was told to be quiet. His lawyer was also threatened during the past uh, administration, um, Mr. Obama's administration. And now uh, they are suing Comey. They are filing a personal lawsuit against Comey. So good for them. Uh, good for standing up for our laws and uh, holding people accountable for uh, our laws, uh, for violating our laws. Uh, so um, 100% good uh, for them. So um, right now, what we're going to do is, as I said, we're going to say a prayer for um, our beloved uh, activist, Elvira Williams, uh, and the rest of the citizens who have been uh, murdered and assassinated by the uh, inaction or the corruptions of the um, Department of Justice uh, employees, the SSA employees or the DSS employees or the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services employees. 
Uh, so we'll say that the prayer, then we will go into the opening statement uh, of, of tonight, and I uh, will use uh, the sample case that we have been using, so you can visualize uh, exactly how uh, the organized crime uh, uses its modus operandi to uh, go after the citizens after they steal and sell their identities and kill them and uh, try to kill them, to assassinate them. And after that, we will have uh, some questions, comments, or concerns. Um, and um, we will also, uh, we will after that conclude our call because I know that um, the calls I have been trying to make them uh, more concise. But uh, to me, it is very important that you understand the material that I'm giving you and the information, specific information that you can check out for yourself. So that's why we have been taking a little bit more time. So um, with that being said, I'm going to give you a break because uh, we're going to start and we're going to go uh, for a little while. So take a break uh, of a few seconds, and after that, um, we will continue. So I will leave you uh, with this uh, beautiful song, and I will be with you in a few seconds. one of uh, the songs that I like uh, because it tells a story 
Uh, it tells how our society uh, and our world has uh, become uh, less and less uh, Christian. And uh, it is sometimes uh, we Christians feel like we are talking to um, dry bones uh, and we are talking to um, hollow hearts uh, because Satan somehow has uh, gotten into people's uh, bodies and has stolen uh, their souls, and we have to reverse that. We have to, no matter uh, what situation we are, we have to seek God because um, we cannot continue to be feelingless, to be loveless, and to feel nothing. Uh, We need to stay near God. Otherwise, we will go down. So this is why I like this song. And... um, with that being said, uh, let me read um, my statement, my opening statement, after we do the prayer. So let's do the prayer first, and then I will um, tell you my opening statement. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Thank you, Lord, for everything that you have given us uh, all our lives, even though we sometimes have suffered a lot uh, and have been attacked by the hands of uh, Satan and the principalities and powers that go against you uh, in your reign. We continue here fighting for you, God, and fighting uh, in your name and glorifying your name in everything we do. And we continue seeking you, Father, Heavenly Father, we continue to ask for your protection and your help because there are many principalities and powers that are uh, working uh, against us because we do or we want to do what you like and what your uh, laws uh, say we should do. That's why many times we are being attacked. Uh, But we are uh, with you because we uh, follow your law and we can see uh, your powerful hands uh, over us and working with us, Heavenly Father. So we thank you. We also ask you that um, send your warrior angels and to um, uh, send us your um, angels of light and your spirits of light to illuminate our minds so we can do what we need to do to fight the principalities and powers that work against you. Uh, and do uh, what we need to do to help our brothers and sisters and to do the right thing always, Heavenly Father. And we also ask you to please send your uh, children to remove those people from offices, from our nation's offices that are using and abusing their positions to uh, subjugate your children, to subjugate the American people, and to abuse uh, anybody that stands in their way, in their evil ways, please, Heavenly Father, illuminate the minds of our president and his associates so they can continue to do the good job that they have been doing and they can continue to hold people accountable for their actions and for using and abusing their government positions to uh, enrich themselves illegitimately while robbing, uh, killing, assassinating, and 
um, defrauding uh, the citizens and terrorizing the citizens, Heavenly Father. Don't allow this to continue and remove those evil hands uh, of Satan that are in many of our offices and many of, of the places where they should not be and replace them with your children, Heavenly Father, uh, and also please give justice, uh, send your children to investigate the assassination of our beloved Elvira Williams, our activist that was assassinated uh, by the um, supervisees of uh, Israel, uh, Scott Israel in uh, Florida, uh, in Broward County. Send your warrior angels to um, be used at your hands to give Elvira Williams justice because she was assassinated like an animal and then she was burned, uh, uh, incinerated right away. So they could not do any investigation and uh, the assassination could not be on earth. So please, Heavenly Father, send uh, your hands, uh, your children, to do the investigation that needs to be done and hold these assassins accountable for assassinating our, our um, activist, Elvira Williams, in uh, the Broward County of uh, Florida. And also, send your uh, children to investigate the death of so many millions of American citizens who have been assassinated by this organized crime that I am reporting in my show uh, because of money. Yes, plain and simple. Yes, because of money. Uh, these people have been assassinated uh, because of money. It is beautiful, Heavenly Father. Yes, because of money. To continue to sell uh, their identities and government benefits and continue to defraud the United States government. Uh, with millions and billions and trillions of dollars every single month, every single year, year after year, day after day, week after week, month after month. It is like the hands of God can never be satisfied. The greed uh, it can never be satisfied. When will they be satisfied, Heavenly Father? When? Send your warrior angels in your hands to put people in jail who have no feelings, who apparently uh, sold their souls to the devil. Send uh, your, your uh, children to remove them from their uh, office so they cannot hurt your children anymore, Heavenly Father. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Okay, now uh, we will continue with... Uh, show, I have to tell you, um, after I tell you my opening statement, uh, I'm going to play a few interesting things for you so I can show you the modus operandi of the organized crime um, here in New York and in New Jersey. And the same uh, modus operandi is all over the country, in each of the states, because this uh, um, criminal network uh, which is called on the street the octopus because it, it has tentacles all over. This criminal network operates um, the same way in all of the states of the United States. So if you are in Indiana, Chicago, Los Angeles, uh, in California, in uh, New York, New Jersey, um, 
and both of them are healthier. It doesn't matter uh, because they have the same modus operandi. After all, they believe that they are uh, invincible. They cannot be caught because, of course, these criminals are uh, smarter than everybody else. Uh, that's what they think. So let's see uh, when God um, does uh, what he does with people who decide his laws. Um, let's see what they say after God takes care of them. So with that, uh, let's uh, go to my opening statement. And uh, this is it. Without a doubt, the biggest problem that we have in our nation is not drugs, it's not drug decision, it's not illnesses, it's not obesity, it's not drunk uh, driving, and it's not even cancer. Without a doubt, the biggest problem that we have in our nation is unaccountability. Because of unaccountability, we have FBI agents and other government officials lie on their oath, violate our Constitution left and right, use the FBI agency as a weapon to get, quote-unquote, those who they perceive are their enemies, uh, and to get them, quote-unquote, not because they have violated any laws or they have done anything wrong, but because uh, of uh, the unaccountability that we have had in our nation and the immunity and impunity of many crimes committed by our government employees, including the DOJ employees and including the FBI, the USA Marshal's Office, uh, and other uh, offices containing government employees. Because of unaccountability, we have police officers and police chiefs stop drunk women driving in the middle of the night and asking them to perform oral sex on them in order for them to let them go without being arrested for DWI. Because of uh, unaccountability, we have government employees who are paid by the taxpayers uh, to do a job and to process uh, the citizens and legal residents' applications so they can get their government benefits. Still millions of millions, uh, billions and trillions of dollars from the taxpayers by telling the taxpayers and the government, uh, the United States government, uh, Federal Reserve Account representatives, that uh, they have provided goods and services to citizens and legal residents that they have never provided. Because of unaccountability, we have sheriffs in New York, Florida, New Jersey, and I'm sure many other parts of our country who, instead of protecting the civilians, assassinate them because of uh, the lack of um, accountability and because of uh, a little bit of extra money under their, their, their hat. Because of uh, unaccountability, we have 17 people shot and killed in our Florida high school the month before, before the last one, during February. Because of unaccountability, government employees at the Department of Social Services, at the Social Security Administration 
uh, offices aimed at uh, the DOJ uh, offices still install the citizens and legal residents identities and government benefits and then kill them. And thank God that uh, accountability is starting to take place in our nation. And now people are starting to be investigated and are, and are starting to be held accountable for their actions in violation of U.S. law. Thank God that the, uh, the hands of students are starting to be investigated in, uh, for using and abusing the positions of government employees. And these employees are starting to be held accountable for the violations of U.S. law, which is our, our main topic tonight, the organized crime uh, violations of U.S. law and uh, its modus operandi. So with that, uh, I wanted to uh, go into uh, a, a clip that I um, prepared for you. And I want you, I would like you to listen to it um, because um, it shows uh, how the organized crime operates, uh, how uh, these people are doing what they're doing, and why they're doing what they're doing. And I'm going to explain uh, the, um, the clip. And if you have any questions, you're welcome um, to uh, ask them uh, as soon as I uh, give you a little bit of, of a chance. But I want you to listen to this first. Okay, so let's see. Um, let's do. I have two of them. One is part of the other one. So I'm going to, I don't know if I should play part two first or if I should play part one. But I'm going to, well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to let you, I was going to play part two first. Uh, but now I'm going to play uh, part one because I think that um, you need to listen to part one first in order to, to uh, uh, be able to follow uh, in a coherent way. So um, let's listen to this. And again, if you have any questions, uh, please, please feel free to ask them, okay? And here we go. have other questions regarding your health insurance, I mean, I would encourage you still to call back into the department. Um, we're only going to be able to give you the information and tell you what we do know as far as what our regulations are. Uh, well, it seems very um, interesting uh, to know that you do know what is convenient for the people who are selling their Medicaid across the nation uh, to deliver, and you do not know uh, uh, Federal Regulation 1838B in 1818-AC-2B as in boy, which states that the only... Can I speak because I let you speak? And notice how the um, uh, Department of Social Services um, uh, Adult Protective Service uh, employee uh, interrupts me when I'm citing the law because 
she uh, knows that I record my conversations for evidence, of course, and she uh, doesn't want to be caught in a in a tape or tape violating a law that I'm quoting that she can look up and that I'm sure she knows because she didn't become uh, a DSS employee yesterday. I'm sure if she's the director of adult protective service or or uh, an apartment there, I'm sure she knows the law. So she doesn't. She interrupts me when uh, it is convenient for uh, them not to listen to what I'm uh, saying, and then she uh, gives uh, misinformation regarding the Medicaid. So uh, just listen to this. Um, the only, the, this federal regulation, which uh, you guys are in violation, 1818AC2B as in boy, which states that the only, can I speak because I let you speak? And um, the only, this federal regulation, which uh, you guys are in violation of, uh, states that the only requirement for a citizen of the United States to be taken out immediately of Medicare Part B as in boy is to submit this regulation to the Social Security Administration Office, which in turn must, by law, take her out or take the citizen out of the um, Medicare Part B. And also, she submitted this regulation to officialize uh, the situation because she has asked uh, multiple times, like dozens of times, uh, the Social Security Administration Office's um, employees involved in racketeering to take her out of Medicare Part B. And uh, they didn't because they needed to continue to keep her there, to continue to sell her New York State State Medicaid to illegals. So you see, um, these. Uh, government employees at the Steuben County Department of Social Services, uh, she did not uh, tell me that she was from Adult Protective Service because what has been happening with Adult Protective Service is that is one of the thousands of government agencies in which the citizens are illegally uh, and secretly enrolled uh, so um, people can still um, millions upon millions and billions of dollars with a lot of enrollees in the adult protective services that never knew that they were part of the adult protective service uh, agency. And uh, so this agency has been telling uh, the USA government federal reserve account uh, that they have, that it, that it has been providing uh, millions, billions, and trillions of dollars in goods and services to citizens and legal residents that it has never provided to them. So where is this money going? This money has been going into the pocket of many um, DSS commissioners and government employees that have been destroying the United States government federal reserve accounts for years. And accountability has not uh, existed uh, at all. And this is why these um, government agencies uh, and employees has been uh, and continue to defraud the United States government federal reserve account with millions, billions, and trillions of dollars. And uh, many citizens are even accused, falsely accused, of defrauding the United States government because they say, well, you are in this agency, in this agency, thousands of government agencies that the citizens are enrolled in without their knowledge or consent. And then uh, when the citizens find out this and they report this to the authorities, the authorities don't do anything because there is no accountability. 
uh, the people, they will, if the taxpayers money, the, the government employees who are in charge of uh, arresting these people and, and prosecuting these people, they say, well, it's, it's, it's the taxpayers money, who cares? So in the meantime, millions upon millions and billions and trillions of dollars are being defrauded from the taxpayers and the United States government federal reserve account by these agencies and these people, and, and nobody cares. That's why we are um, in uh, trillions and trillions of dollars in debt, uh, and we have uh, no money for the wall, the money that should be there. We should not have an external debt, and we should not uh, have uh, a, a deficiency uh, of money uh, to build the wall. Why? Because this is a, a rich country. And I'll tell, I'm telling you why, because government employees have no accountability. They violate federal laws, which make them felons, uh, and they uh, violate uh, the laws left and right, and there is no accountability. That's why our country uh, is, um, uh, is being becoming uh, a hellhole, like our president has said before, like a third world country. And that's why he has done what he has done because he's trying to prevent uh, our nation, our Christian nation, from becoming uh, a third world country. You follow? So this is what is going on. Luisa Oyarsson, my elderly disabled mother who has worked dozens of years of her life, paid her taxes, followed the law, and done uh, everything right, she is without uh, a government benefit. Uh, without a medical care and without medication, uh, even though she's a chronically ill, epileptic uh, elderly citizen, she has gone without medication and without medical care for six years, and they have been giving her the runaround for six years. They have been uh, uh, telling her that they were going to give her an emergency Medicaid, a three-day uh, emergency Medicaid, which is issued in three days, 72 hours, of course, they have been telling her that they were going to give her an emergency Medicaid for the last six years. And in here in Southern County, she has been waiting for that emergency Medicaid, which is issued within 72 hours, for three months with two chronic uh, infections, a urinary tract infection and a bladder infection. This is what, after do working dozens of, uh, of dozens of years, many times from 7 o'clock in the morning or to 11 o'clock at night, this is what the citizens get. So the illegals can get the citizens' health insurances, or in this case, uh, straight Medicaid, and they can get the illegals uh, free health care and free medication, while the citizens have to fight for crumbs of medications, many times, many times expired medications, uh, and medications that do not do anything for their illnesses. So they end up uh, like Elvira Williams, our Christian activist, dropping dead because of lack of medical care and medication. This is the same modus operandi all over uh, the nation with different um, citizens and legal residents in different states. In Broward County in Florida, they uh, left uh, Elvira Williams with uh, um, uh, an internal uh, bleeding for months, for months, they left her with an internal breathing until she dropped dead finally on the honor around the 27th of um, January of 2018. 
And every time she used to go to the hospital, they used to not give her the medication that they knew she needed to, to stay alive. And they used to not give her medical treatment for the uh, vaginal and anal bleeding that she had until she dropped dead. Because remember, we only have about uh, two to three liters of blood in our body as human beings. If you have internal bleeding and that's not taken care of medically, you are going to die. Regardless, you are going to die. So they don't assassinate you like they have been assassinating American citizens and legal residents uh, by using illegals who are criminals, who are given uh, police officers guns, and who are given uh, the time and the liberty to assassinate the American people and, and any legal residents or any anybody who stands in the way of the organized crime. Uh, they have been assassinating the American people with cars, with guns, with knives, uh, and now with our doctors and uh, medical staff at the different hospitals, uh, clinics, and um, doctor's offices by using government, government employees who are uh, part of the organized crime and are engaging in the trafficking of identities and government benefits. So after they sell your identities, they basically block you from any, um, take away your medical insurance illegally, but they don't fear going to jail for that or or falsifying uh, medical records or falsifying legal records uh, at the the DSS offices or the Social Security offices, administration offices, because there is no accountability. And that's why they say, well, we can continue to assassinate the American people erase them from the face of the earth because they don't want uh, a Christian nation. They don't want a constitution. They want a manifesto, a communist manifesto, and they, don't, and they want uh, uh, perhaps a Muslim nation, not a Christian nation. So let's continue listening to this case. So they, in turn, can get free health care and free medication with her um, date of birth and social security number for the field of taxpayers. Uh-huh. Uh, so my understanding of the process is, is that if we disenroll your mother's property, Medicare Part D, she is no longer eligible for Medicaid. Notice how this person gives uh, incorrect information. She doesn't say, because she knows she's being recorded, she doesn't say, um, if we disenroll your mother from Medicare Part D, then she's not eligible for Medicaid because she knows that's a lie. So she doesn't say that, and she knows that I know it's a lie. She doesn't say that. She says, my understanding is, because if she's confronted in a court of law with this statement, she's going to say, or her lawyer is going to say, no, she didn't say uh, a lie. She said that she understood that. Do you really think that a woman, a person uh, working for DSS for for a long time and being the director of a, a department at DSS doesn't know the law, doesn't know that, uh, if you have Medicare Part A, you can surely have uh, your uh, straight Medicaid if you're a chronically ill uh, person, a chronically ill citizen or legal resident. Why? Because if you are, if you have AIDS or if you are chronically ill, you have to have a straight Medicaid. Otherwise, it is a violation of U.S. law because it limits you if you don't have a straight Medicaid. Why it limits you as the law, quote, because you cannot visit 
the um, specialized doctors that you need to visit when you have AIDS uh, or you ha- you are chronically ill, like uh, my elderly mother, uh, because you have to visit uh, neurologists, like in her case, you, uh, uh, epilepsy doctors, heart doctors, uh, eye doctors, um, uh, chiropractors, um, food doctors, and um, doctors for the ulcers, doctors for the pancreas, doctors for the kidneys. He has to ha- uh, see at least 15 or 16 different doctors that she needs to see uh, on, on a, uh, um, um, a weekly basis. Basically, she needs to see to be able to have a, a, a stable, uh, a stabilized um, uh, health uh, after everything that she has gone through. Uh, she needs to visit a doctor at least two or three times per week, a different doctor, because she has to see the uh, neurologist, the ophthalmologist, the cardiologist, the uh, oncologist, which is the cancer doctor, the necrologist, which is the kidney doctor, the, the um, gastroenterologist, which is the ulcer doctor, the podiatrist, which is the food. She has to see so many different doctors because she has at least uh, uh, 10 or 15 different chronic illnesses. And what they are doing with her, the government employees that are in charge to, uh, of processing her uh, Medicaid, uh, they processed her Medicaid application. She was not given a, a number for her application. We don't know where med- her Medicaid application went. And then she showed up in five different um medical insurances that do not provide uh, her with any medical care or any medication that she needs. It doesn't provide her with the medical care and the medications that she needs. The ones that provide her with the medical care and the medications that she needs to stay alive is her straight Medicaid, which is located at the New York State Department of Health and we confirm that the Medicaid is there is activated, so they do not have permission to um, send it to her uh, because the people who issued the New York straight Medicaid do not have the permission to give it to Luis Aliasson. And I recorded my conversation when I spoke to the um, New York State uh, Department of Medicaid representatives. So I have evidence to prove what I'm saying. And this person says, my understanding is that if she is taken out of Medicare Part B, which is a fraudulent medical insurance that she was put into, she did not sign for sign up for Medicare Part, part uh, B as invoice because, and that, of course, health, uh, health fraud because you cannot go through life sending up people for different, to different uh, medical insurances without their knowledge or consent. They need to sign the form for you to be able to, uh, to put them in, in, in a medical insurance. And she has this enrolled for, uh, from uh, Medicare Part B several times. And they keep putting her back after the news reporters and the government officials turn, uh, turn their faces away. They put her uh, right back in Medicare Part B because the hundreds of, of uh, illegals that are using, uh, that are in different nursing homes in the United States, 
using uh, her uh, uh, Luis Alyazo uh, date of birth and social security number and identity, they have to uh, to keep those illegals in those nursing homes, courtesy of the taxpayers, with Luisa's identity. They have to have Medicare Part B as a medical insurance for Luisa Jackson because in the nursing homes they use Medicare Part B. They're not going to use uh, the Medicaid because the Medicaid is for uh, mostly outpatients. You follow? So this uh, representative of Student County DSS doesn't say. If she's taken out of Medicare Part D, um, then she doesn't quite she doesn't qualify for her straight Medicaid, which is a lie, and she knows that it's a lie. So she she knows that she's being recorded, so she doesn't say that. She said, "My understanding." You said, "You see, interesting choice of words." Okay, uh, so this involves her in the taxpayers. Uh -huh. um, so my understanding of the process is, is that if we disenroll your mother from the Medicare Part D, she's no longer eligible for Medicaid. Okay, uh, so this involves her anyway because she doesn't want a medical insurance that uh, is no good for her anyway. So this involves her anyway. So how are we going to meet her needs if we just enroll her from her Medicare Part D? I don't know, but she doesn't want to be in Medicare Part D because it limits her as the law states, and it is illegal for government employees to put her in Medicare Part D, a medical insurance that has not and will not and is not providing medical care and the medication that she needs. And by the way, uh, the only requirement that uh, the citizens need to get um, Medicaid uh, as the primary insurance, as Luisa Oyakun has, is to uh, be in Medicare Part A at Napo, which is uh, the uh, overnight hospital state insurance or the secondary insurance. And the main uh, the, or the primary insurance is uh, her New York straight Medicaid. So this person is being disingenuous. And also, she did not apply for um, a, a, she doesn't want a medical insurance that uh, is no good for her anyway, so this involves her anyway. Take her out of Medicare Part B, and uh, they didn't because they needed to continue to keep her there to continue to sell her New York State free Medicaid to illegal, so they in turn can get free health care and free medication with her um, this state of birth and social security number for the field of taxpayers. Uh -huh. uh, so my understanding of the process is that if we disenroll your mother from the Medicare Part D, she is no longer eligible for Medicaid. Okay, uh, so this involves her anyway because she doesn't want a medical insurance that uh, is no good for her anyway, so this involves her anyway. to be in Medicare Part B because it limits her as the law states and it is illegal for government employees to put her in Medicare Part B, a medical insurance that has not and will not and is not providing the medical care and the medication that she needs. 
And also, she did not apply for um, any class or the Medicare savings plan. She applied for her New York, New York State trade Medicaid. Right, but if we disenroll her from the Medicare Part B, that will make her ineligible for the Medicaid. You see, that's incorrect information. This person is being disingenuous. There is no law that tells you that if you don't have Medicare Part B, you are not eligible for Medicaid. This is, uh, this is untrue information. Uh, the citizens, are once they have Medicare Part A, as in uh, Apple, and the, their prescription drug plan or Medicare Part B, as in David, their primary uh, medical insurance is uh, if they are chronically ill uh, and must be, by law, New York State um, trade Medicaid in the state of New York. I check the law. I do my homework. that we 
that she's enrolled in a local protective service and she enrolled herself in a local protective service, this is the signature, and they many times forge uh, the signatures of the uh, citizens and legal residents. It is called fraud. But they're not being prosecuted, of course, because there is no accountability. Okay, Julie. Thank you so much. Okay. Oh. okay. So, 
Julie is the director of, Julie Rose, as I understand it, is the director of finance, uh, as I understand it. So let's continue to listen. You're going to send us the letter, and then we'll need to, you'll need to figure out what you're going to do to meet your mother's medical needs. Okay, that's what I'm going to do, what the Department of Social Services needs to do, because uh, she needs her 13-year-old uh, straight Medicaid, which is at the Department of, uh, of Medicaid of the state of New York. And that's why we're having our patriots uh, from the different uh, radio shows contact the um, USA Department of um, uh, Health and Human Services um, secretary, as well as the uh, New York State Department of Health uh, commissioner, Mr. Howard Stocker, uh, to um, find her Medicaid and return it to uh, Lisa Yasson because I have a letter here with me that shows that somebody else is using her New York State straight Medicaid and the letter uh, reads, which is really uh, impressive because uh, for these people to send her this letter, it's like a mockery in telling them, telling her like they have told her verbally before, ha, 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 we have your straight Medicaid and we're not even giving it back to you. Uh, and this letter reads, Austin Valley Care Coalition, 2 Church Street, Austin in New York, 10562, uh, phone number 1-800-768-5080, and it says, um, Luis Ayatun, Dia Mis Coyatun, I am writing to welcome you to the New York State Health uh, Home Program, the Department of Health set up a health home program to offer you more services to deal with your health care needs so that you stay as healthy as you can. And this is in, in Austin in New York, eight hours away from where she lives. Uh, with the Hudson Body Care Coalition Health Home, you will have a committed care manager from Montefiore Mount Vernon Hospital who will work with your doctor and other caregivers. It's funny because Montefiore uh, refused to give her medical treatment, so they're treating other people with her uh, Medicaid. And that's precisely why they refused to give her medical treatment. How are they going to treat the, the two different people with one social security number that conflicts in the computer system? Um, pay special attention to your health care needs. Make sure you get the medical services you need and help you uh, help help you get uh, social support services you may need, such as housing and food. All these services are co covered by your uh, insurance company, uh, Medicaid. The Houston Valley Care Coalition is working with many health care and social service providers to ensure your mental health, mental health, my mother has never had any mental problems, and social needs are met. A care manager from Montefiore Mount Vernon Hospital will call you soon uh, to give you more information and to answer any questions you may have about these extra services, or you call you can call Montefiore Mount Vernon Hospital at 914-361-7198 to, uh, to talk to a care manager and get more information. So people in the United States, uh, illegals, are using my mother's Medicaid to get mental health um, uh, services, uh, and she cannot use her Medicaid, her own Medicaid, to get um, a medical care for her cancer, 
her epilepsy, her multiple sclerosis, her severe back injury, her three stomach ulcers, and her two leaking heart valves. That's interesting. I don't think that's fair at all. Laura, can you, have you sent a copy of that letter to us? We submitted it three times to you, uh, and Ms. Clark has a copy of that letter, as well as uh, Ms. Pruner and the other uh, people who have um, interviewed her, as well as uh, the lady from the front and legal department at your office. Can you, can you submit a copy, of, can you scan a copy of that letter to Ghana Abbeycamp, please? Of course. Thank you very much. I will email you. Uh, want us to follow up on the cost medication? Yes, please, because uh, she still needs her 70 uh, pills uh, to get rid of the two infections. And because uh, she has a heart murmur, the infections uh, almost killed her a couple of weeks ago. Her blood pressure was uh, something like 80 over 40, and it is supposed to be 145 over 85. Notice how the government employees put everything on the citizens, on the civilians, not on them, because they don't say, well, uh, your, your mother's Medicaid is being stolen and sold to illegals. Uh, we're going to uh, get it back or we're going to let her use it as well as the illegals. They said, what are you going to do or what is your mother going to do to get health care? Because we're not giving your, the Medicaid back. We have to send it to the illegals. See, you see how, how things are? This is the way that things are in our country, and this is because there is no accountability. Did you take her to an ER? Yes, I took her to the ER many times, and the last time I took her to the ER at the IRA hospital, they tried to assassinate her on the 25th or on around the 25th of uh, February of 2017, and they kept her there uh, five hours without giving her the uh, medication that she needed, and when they did give her the medication, um, they gave her the medication that was not going to do anything for her. Okay, so she says that she has the high blood pressure, the low blood pressure. I'm not a physician, so you're telling me the wrong blood pressure a couple of weeks ago. However, did you take her to the ER at that point? Of course. How come, how do you, uh, do you think she incurred um, about uh, $40,000 or $50,000 bills. So I'm asking because you told me... From the taxpayers' money. That's why they don't care because it's not from their money. If that money came from their pocket, their salary, I bet you they would care and they would uh, produce the Medicaid right away. Because the last time she was at the ER was back in February, and that was at Ira Davenport, but you just told me that she had an incident several we a couple of weeks ago which was put that in March, which is after February. So I'm trying to figure out if you went to the ER when you're telling me that she has a wrong heart blood pressure rate. Oh, and also I wanted to note that um, the, um, Dr. DiPerna, who was contacted by the organized crime and told not to give uh, Luisa Oyarsson the 19 medication or the 19 prescriptions that she needs, including her osteoporosis or her bone medication, which, which uh, the lack of makes her bones brittle and um, liable to fall down and break uh, uh, her bones. Uh, this uh, Dr. DePena did not give uh, Luisa Oyarsson the osteoporosis or the bone medication, uh, exposing her to fall down uh, 
and break her bones. Uh, and once the bones break, because she has broken her bones before, due to a lack of medical care and the lack of the prescription for the medications, uh, it takes about two or three years to get to, for the bones to, to be able to, to be healed because she's 66 years old and she has osteoporosis, which makes her bones brittle. So it's interesting, quote-unquote, how the uh, physician, uh, the assistant physician, uh, Dr. Perna, uh, was very interested in Luisa Oyasun going to uh, the ER alone uh, with strange people in an ambulance because they didn't want me to go with her inside the ambulance while I was uh, driving behind the ambulance. Uh, they did not want me to go with her inside the ambulance. They wanted her to go alone with strange people who were supposedly going to give her oxygen. And I said to me, uh, Dr. Viterna, well, if, if she needs the oxygen, uh, uh, why don't you prescribe the oxygen? I can go to the pharmacy and get it uh, and call the Department of Social Services to pay for it because they, they haven't produced her Medicaid. It's still being lost somewhere in the country. Uh, and she said, no, 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 it has to be the, the oxygen in the ambulance. Oxygen is oxygen. Why does it have to be in the ambulance uh, and not uh, at home if the oxygen was the problem? So it was. It struck me that um, Dr. Liperna, who was contacted by the organized crime and told not to prescribe the medications that Luisa Oyasun needs to stay alive, she was very worried about uh, Luisa Oyasun's blood pressure and the possibility of uh, her having a heart attack. So she was not worried about the excruciating pain that she has had for the last three months and the excruciating pain that uh, she gets every time she goes to the ER and they stick needles inside her arm and then move the needles like uh, a car windshield wiper from left and right, left and right, and uh, keep her at the ER uh, for five hours uh, not wanting to give her uh, a pain medication or her severe migraine headache medication, which is Imetrix. So this uh, is uh, uh, very interesting to me that um, uh, she, she wanted her to go with strange people in the, in the ambulance to the, um, the ER of a hospital uh, and she was not, uh, she did not care that she was having excruciating pain of two uh, chronic infections, a bladder infection and a urinary tract infection, which can give her a heart attack because when you have a heart condition, if you are having excruciating pain, that can give you a heart attack. Nevertheless, she did not give her her heart, she did not prescribe her heart medication when she said to go to the, to the uh, hospital by ambulance and she did not, as she refused to give her her heart medication and the bone medication that was uh, in the um, uh, uh, antibiotics, uh, the 70 pills, uh, antibiotic pills that she needed to get rid of the two uh, aforementioned infections. And then, uh, of course, if you think that um, the ambulance might have uh, something that's not oxygen, oxygen that can be put in somebody's face and that person can... Um, go to sleep and not wake up, uh, that person can be killed. Uh, that uh, could be an interesting thing to, to investigate uh, because why would she not give her the heart medication and the uh, uh, 
certainly feels that uh, will take away the excruciating pain that she was getting, that she has been getting for the last three months, uh, for the bladder and the from the bladder and the chronic bladder and the chronic urinary tract infection. But she was very interested in her going to the ambulance with strange, going to the hospital uh, in an ambulance with strange people. No, because they almost killed her at the ER. She incurred uh, almost $40,000 or $50,000 at the ER, and I had to call the police when we were at the ER last time to document that the local and state police knows about the trafficking of uh, citizens' identities and government benefits and the assassination attempt that she suffered at the Iowa hospital, and the local, state, and federal police have, uh, have have not done anything uh, and perhaps that's why the FBI is being investigated now, and Mr. Uh, McKay has been fired, as well as uh, Mr. Tony and other uh, DOJ employees, because they are uh, complices uh, in the corruption and other things that they should not be accomplices for. So um, the um, local police was notified, and then we couldn't go to the ER because they were going to kill her there. And of course, the local and state police are organized crime uh, members, and therefore they did not do anything. What they told me when they sent the same uh, person uh, from the organized crime, because they have teams, according to my 17 years research, at the different uh, police departments, and they always send the same uh, organized crime member because the organized crime members working for the organized crime, not for the people as they should. Um, and for which they are being paid, uh, they uh, are assigned a case when they want to assassinate a person, uh, a civilian, they assign the same police officers because um, other police officers might not uh, know about this and they would not do what the uh, organized crime members uh, working as police officers uh, do for the organized crime. So that's why they send you the same police officer. So the same police officer who refused to file a, uh, a police report about theft, extortion, and elderly um, abuse uh, regarding Richard Yarson was also sent when I called uh, the 911 uh, operator uh, to tell me at the hospital that, they, that he was going to lie uh, with the uh, hospital staff and tell them and, and say uh, right on, the, on a police report uh, that I was... Uh, not allowing the, the, the medical staff to give Luisa Oyasun the medical care that they needed to give her, when in reality, uh, the doctor was refusing to give her the medication, given time for the uh, severe migraine headache to give her a, 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 an epileptic seizure followed by a brain hemorrhage, and then my mother could, be, could die that way. She was given time, stalling, stalling uh, endlessly, and giving time for her to have a brain hemorrhage. In, uh, in dying. So that's why I called the police to document that I duly took her to the hospital and they were stalling and uh, giving time for, for her to be uh, to die. And then one of the um, nurses there said, uh, I overheard a conversation saying, uh, the, the, nurse was, the nurse was saying that she did not like this kind of thing uh, and she did not like killing people during her, her shift. So this is the type of situation that the citizens of our nations are confronting uh, and the uh, Christian activists that report fraud and government corruption 
This is the type of situation that we are confronting, the type of criminality that we are confronted by the uh, local law enforcement um, employees and the um, medical staff uh, around our country. And why? Because there is no accountability. These people are violating uh, constitution, violating local, federal, and state laws left and right. And they continue to do so until they are they get put in jail because there is no accountability, and they know that. And uh, this was uh, also after um, the organized crime uh, sent uh, their pastors, and of course, I have reported some of them, attacking uh, her and attacking me while we went to the, um, the hospital and they found out to what, which hospital uh, she was taken to. And on one occasion, when we went to the IRA hospital before they tried to assassinate her, uh, they denied her uh, medical treatment. And um, then uh, we saw a white car, and you can check this, and anybody can check this, as a news reporter or government official investigating fraud, can check a white car that was in front of us, uh, and the man inside the white car with a white beard and a southern pepper hair was laughing uh, about the fact that she did not get the medication that she needed to get rid of the infection and the other illnesses that she had. So, uh, as you know, um, government officials and news reporters are going to be uh, asking for that um, security camera video because I already gave them the information uh, to the news reporters and that, uh, civil rights and civil liberties um, organizations, uh, lawyers, or who, who, uh, whatnot. Uh, everybody has a copy of uh, the video. Well, so I look forward, uh, you know, I'll, I'll wait to see what we get as far as the information that you passed to Donna. So I'm going to go ahead and get somebody to call them to to see if we can find out what's going on with that medication. Okay. Um, and we'll go from there, okay? Okay, and remember, uh, the medication was prescribed on or around uh, January when I first took her to the uh, ER, so I would not be surprised that they uh, say that uh, the medication expired and she's going to uh, have to continue with her um, extreme, extremely painful um, uh, chronic infections until, she gets, uh, until they go to her heart and kill her because uh, she, she doesn't have her uh, medication and therefore she couldn't get the medication, the 70 pills that she was making. Okay, well, what I'm going to advise with this is if that your mother has a condition that you feel is life-threatening, that you take her to an ER. Yes, of course they are advising to take her to the ER because they already spoke to the ER doctors and they ordered uh, an assassination. Of course they are, they are going to order, they're going to advise to take her to the ER because they want to replace uh, the, her medical care with the doctors that she needs to be treated uh, uh, for a long time with the ER um, medical care. And the ER is for emergency, not to be, uh, the ER is not to replace uh, medical insurance, her straight Medicaid and her ability to get uh, to see the oncologist, the gynecologist, the ophthalmologist, the cardiologist, the gastroenterologist, and the other uh, 10 or, or 12 uh, doctors that she needs to see. So these people want to replace the uh, medical care of an elderly disabled citizen that need to see about 16 or 17 different doctors with the ER care. Okay, so I'm going to 
and it is impossible. Their argument is very weak. So they think that uh, having little vouchers and buying uh, a one or two medications out of the 19 different medications that he needs to take every day, uh, that's going to take care of the problem, uh, the problem that they have uh, of uh, not producing the Medicaid that is being sold across the nation, uh, which uh, is providing illegals with medical free health and, and free health and, and uh, care and medication courtesy of the taxpayers. So they think that that's going to solution their problem. The problem is that they already the organized crime members uh, that have been selling their Medicaid and probably ask somebody uh, within um, the student county department of social services to put her in Medicare Part B because they know that it doesn't cover her medical uh, care or her medication. Uh, they already contacted the hospital, and that's where that's when uh, they tried to assassinate her because it is in the best interest of the organized crime and the traffickers of identities and government benefits to have her uh, assassinated so the illegals who were sold her identity and uh, New York State for Medicaid, which is at the New York State Department of Medicaid, can have uh, the illegals step into her identity and continue to defraud the United States government federal reserve account with millions, billions, and trillions of dollars as they have done during the last 13 years or so for the field of taxpayers. I can, I can ask, I can always speak to what I know, and what I know is that if your mother has a medical condition that you feel is putting her life in jeopardy, then it is her responsibility as her caretaker to take her to an ER. No, it is. You see, they put it on the citizens. They are saying it's your responsibility, it's your mother's responsibility, it's everybody else's responsibility, not the responsibility of the government employees who are paid to process the Medicaid paperwork and the Medicaid application so that the citizens uh, and legal residents can get their Medicaid. It's not their responsibility. They're paid uh, in very high salaries, by the way. They're paid to process this paperwork, but it's not their responsibility. It is the, it is the responsibility. It is not the responsibility to, for them to, to process the paperwork and produce the Medicaid that the citizens need to use because they're paid to do so. It is the responsibilities of the citizens that uh, did the paperwork, uh, went to the hospital, went to the uh, doctors, uh, went to the pharmacy, uh, went to the DSS many times, and did all the paperwork. It's not uh, the citizens, it's not the, the government employees' responsibility who are paid to do the paperwork uh, and that hasn't been done and uh, who are paid to produce the Medicaid that hasn't been produced, it is the responsibility of the citizens. I hope that you're understanding what I'm saying, what I'm uh, showing you, uh, the modus operandi of the organized plant here. It's not my responsibility. It's your responsibility as the Department of Social Services to get her straight Medicaid and give her uh, to her and give it to her so she can see the uh, doctor and um, get the medications that he needs to not have a life-threatening situation because this life-threatening situation was provoked by the blockage of her getting her medical care by being put in uh, other people's medical insurances in uh, New York's uh, uh, in Medicare savings plan and in um, uh, Medicare uh, of New York when she did not apply for any of those insurances and she certainly 
not provide the medical care that she needs or the medication. So it's not, uh, don't put it on me or on her. It is the responsibility of the government employees uh, that took away her Medicaid and told it to be legal. Well, it was about time. It only has taken them three months to call the TAP and tell her to give her the the 70 um, pills that she needs to uh, get rid of the three-month-old chronic urinary tract infection and the three-month-old chronic uh, bladder infection. So it's, 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 as you see, it is not their responsibility. It's somebody else's responsibility. But they are getting paid for it, and they're getting uh, big salaries to to take care of that. But uh, nevertheless, they say it's not their responsibility. It's only their responsibility uh, to to get the salaries, the big salaries, the nice cars, the nice houses. But it's not their responsibility to do their job or to uh, and not uh, commit fraud uh, at their job. You see, I don't, I, I really don't understand it. Do you? Um, and then I'll have something to follow up with you. Oh, okay. Yes, please do. All right. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Yes, uh, so the, they uh, continue with... Uh, we continue with the uh, racketeering, the selling of their Medicaid, and they are uh, refusing, uh, absolutely refusing to give her back her Medicaid. But other people can use their Medicaid, so we don't understand why she cannot use it. If the person uh, in Austin in New York can be using her Medicaid to get mental health uh, services, uh, I don't understand why Luisa Oyasin cannot use her own Medicaid to get regular medical services. And that's what she works for. That's why she worked. She worked for uh, dozens of years, paid her taxes, and did everything right. So I don't understand why the uh, rights of illegals to get free health care and uh, free medication supersedes the rights of um, uh, citizens uh, to get their uh, medical care with their uh, heart, sweat, and work. You see, this is the situation that um, is created uh, when um, the American people are subjugated, um, their, their um, identities are stolen and sold to illegals, their health uh, insurances are stolen and sold to illegals, and they, um, the... Um, uh, Taxpayers have to uh, then uh, become responsible for paying uh, $30,000, $50,000 for a simple uh, infection, for simple infections that could have been taken care of easily with $100 or $200. So the, the taxpayers have to pay uh, $30,000, $50,000 for simple infections at the ER because the organized crime wants to continue selling the Medicaid of the citizens and legal residents uh, so that the taxpayers can uh, pay for the illegal health care and free medication and also pay for the 
uh, ER of the citizens and legal residents because their uh, medical insurances or straight medicaid are being sold to illegals. So no matter how you look at it, the taxpayers and the United States don't matter that return account end up losing, as well as uh, the citizens because they end up being assassinated by uh, the lack of medical care and uh, medication that they are forced into by government employees who are paid a lot of money, by the way, to process the paperwork for them to get the um, government benefits that they, they uh, must get by law. Let's listen to this other uh, recording. I believe it's the same um, situation. To get the other 19 medications or so that she needs, otherwise she's going to be in the same uh, problem, uh, and she's going to uh, stay uh, health-wise, and her uh, immune system is going to continue to be weakened by the lack of medication and the lack of um, medical care. You know, I have some information here that says that the only open Medicaid case is the one that is currently in Quebec. Okay, I think I, I should uh, start this at the beginning. Let's okay. start at the beginning. So um, they have they, they organized fine um, members of the government employees have been stalling for, stalling for the last three months, uh, giving time for, for the infection to uh, go to her heart and kill her because we saw Yasum has a heart murmur. So let's see what uh, the source of technique is. Hi, good evening. This is Professor Solange Martinez and Lisa Yasum. We have a conference today with um, the commissioner or uh, her representative, and uh, we are waiting here in front of the computer because we received a Skype request uh, that we answered, and um, we haven't received the call. Are they there? Okay, just comment. Thank you. Hi, uh, this is Professor Solange Martinez. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you. Good. Um, I'm calling because Luisa Oyarsen and I um, were supposed to receive a call from uh, the commissioner, um, Muller, uh, and we were told that somebody else was going to uh, speak with us instead of the commissioner. So uh, we are waiting for the call. Are, there, uh, are they there? Yeah, they're actually... Um they're getting that set up for you. Okay. So they'll be contacting you shortly. Okay, thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Bye. Oh, are you there? Okay, I'm here also. I cannot see you. That's okay. You don't have to give it. According to the uh, U.S. law, you don't need to give permission to be recorded because you're a public um, employee, a government employee, and that gives all the citizens, the legal residents, or uh, the illegal residents of the United States to record you. Okay. 
how uh, they are so afraid of being recorded if they are not breaking any laws or violating any laws, which they are. Why are they so afraid of being recorded? <laughs> because if you're not violating any laws, uh, what do you care? They can record me all they want because I know I'm not violating the law. So why are they uh, so afraid of being recorded? Because they're not uh, doing what they're supposed to be doing, and they know that. So that shows uh, that they know that, that what they're doing is wrong. Uh, I can barely hear you. <laughs> Hello? Can you hear me? Oh, okay. Uh, this is a law that gives the citizens permission to record you. A four vice of the city of Seattle, ninth district court, 1995, and Smith the city of Cummings, 11th district court, 2000. Yes, you can just tell Donna uh, to give you a copy because I mailed, emailed it to her. She has it. Thank uh, you. No, I'm not able to see you, unfortunately. Okay. No, I see uh, somebody without a profile, like a blank, um, faceless, uh, square. Okay. Uh, no, not really. Um, I received a letter, uh, well, Luis Ollantas received a letter saying that the Commissioner of DSS of Sullivan County, Ms. Uh, Catherine Muller, wanted uh, to have a meeting with her, uh, and she subsequently sent um, the answer, and she said that uh, if she wants to have a meeting, uh, if, uh, she would like to uh, have a meeting. Uh, but she requested, according to the uh, Americans, Americans with Disability Act uh, of 1990, that the meeting, meeting be uh, over the phone uh, or via Skype, because as you know, she has been uh, with two chronic uh, infections for the last three months or so, uh, and she has been blocked uh, from getting medical care uh, or the medications to get rid of the uh, two chronic um, infections, the urinary tract infection and the um, bladder infection. So um, she has been waiting for her Medicaid first, uh, for the emergency Medicaid for three days, which is issued usually in three days. Uh, and then um, she was denied that. So um, she waited for three months and she still has the, she still has the two chronic uh, infections. 
Um, can you, are you able to, to fix the, the screen because I cannot see you still? Oh, okay. So let me call you over the phone because it's more comfortable uh, to um, speak over the phone if I'm not going to be able to see you. My mother and I wanted to meet you, but I guess uh, we won't have that picture. So let me call you over the phone. Hi, Miss Eaton. Miss Wilson. Uh, no, Miss Eaton. Uh, e A S O N. Colleen. Okay, this is Thank you. Can I tell her who's calling? Uh, this is Professor Martinez. Comment. Oh. Because I was uh, having a meeting with her, but she wasn't uh, she wasn't able to fix the Skype, so uh, we got disconnected. And uh, if she's not answering the phone, perhaps somebody can go and knock at her door and say that Luis Aliasson and uh, Professor Martinez are waiting for her to say what she needs to say. Because they asked for the meeting, not us. Um, I'm not able to go knock on her door. Why not? Because I'm the switchboard, I have to be by the phone. Okay, can you call somebody else to go and knock at the door, like the security guard or the many people who are working there uh, uh, now at 3.20? Because it's even close at 5 o'clock, as I understand it. Just a moment. Hi, I thought you didn't want to talk. Oh, no, ma'am. I was just, I, I didn't hear you say hello, so I apologize. Oh, okay. So this is Colleen Easton again, and again, now that we're not on the Skype, I just want to let you know and if that I'm not giving my permission to be recorded, either for this phone call or for YouTube, uh, just want to make you aware of that. Oh, yes, I just wanted to make you aware that I gave you the federal uh, uh, law that allows the citizens to record public officials like you, uh, for die versus City of Seattle, 9th, District 4, 1995, and Smith versus City of Fomin. 11 Secret Court, uh, 2000. And Donna has uh, the log because I emailed it to her several days ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank, thank you for that. So, I, I, I want to know that we also have with us um, an interpreter so that in case there's any communication barriers, that we all are able to communicate accurately, okay? Yes. And we're not giving permission to. Um, have an interpreter uh, listen to our conversation, our confidential and private uh, conversation involving uh, the uh, HIPAA law uh, protection, which protects Luisa Yasun as well as myself, from um, disclosing our conversation to any um, person who we do not give permission uh, for. So having the interpreter is a violation of the uh, HIPAA law, uh, federal law, as well as the violation of the um, Social Security uh, Federal uh, Regulation Law, which is 1838C, I think, and 1818AC2D. Um, and that's a violation because Luisa Yarson has been uh, put in Medicare Part D by the Social Security Administration Office 
No wonder why she doesn't want to be recorded. If I was violating the federal confidentiality laws, the HIPAA laws, uh, then I wouldn't want to be recorded either. And also, um, uh, during the Obama administration, if anybody violated the HIPAA laws uh, with regards to the Muslims who came in as refugees, they would uh, they would be uh, they uh, got arrested on the spot. Just by saying so much as the name of the person to another person without written consent of the refugee, uh, giving the permission. As the law states, they, they got them, uh, the nurses got arrested on the spot. And so you and them know that it blocks her from getting the medical care and the medications that she needs to stay alive. Okay. So after that, I, I don't know the complete process for the Medicare. Uh, but what I will tell you is this. So what I do know is that she has a medication that's been available for pickup that you've been notified on several occasions that that medication is available for pickup, yet yeah, it has not been picked up. Do you know the name of the medication? I, I believe it is Imitrap. Uh, it was already picked up. It was already picked up, so you uh, are giving incorrect information. Can you tell me when that was picked up? Uh, yesterday. Yesterday, okay. Mm -hmm. And you, you guys uh, had an adult protective service employee for which Luisa Yarson did not enroll in uh, 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 the agency uh, that Luisa Yarson has reported for fraud, calling, uh, calling her here and myself, even though we saw him not to call here, uh, and he um, has been um, reported for harassment to the local police. Um, and uh, we have advised the local police also as well as the federal um, authorities that um, we reported adult protective service for fraud for defrauding millions of dollars, or uh, if not trillions of dollars, in the last 13 years or so, with Lisa Oyasu's social security number, and um, with her date of birth and personal identifiable information. And we have nothing to do with that fraud or um, the adult protective service agencies that have been uh, reporting, that have been. Um, uh, deploying the United States government without reserve account during the last 13 years. The reason why I tell you this is because he called here, I think the, the day before yesterday, and he advised that he um, was um, taking care of Luisa Yasun's uh, medication uh, situation uh, because uh, we uh, asked him to. We never have asked adult protective service for anything. Adult Protective Service has uh, told the United States government that it has provided millions and billions of dollars during the last 13 years or so um, in goods and services that we saw here for myself has never received. And that's why we reported that fraudulent agency. And uh, Mr. Uh, Whitecoat, I believe his name is, uh, said that the medication was ready um, to be picked up and that uh, she was going to pay the correct amount of money. And that was also incorrect information because when we went to pick it up, it was not ready and it was not um, a, the right amount of money that Luisa Yasun is supposed to pay. She's supposed to pay uh, $3 and change for the brand name, which was the brand name, uh, and $1 and change for the, um, the generic uh, brand. Uh, 
I should uh, advise that uh, we went three times to pick up the medication because the NSS said that uh, it was ready to be picked up with the right uh, co-payment, and it was not. So we had to go three times to get to pick up one medication. When the, when we went to get uh, to pick it up, we went up to the pharmacist. Then we had to go to the service uh, counter. Then to the pharmacist again. So it is clear that they are wearing us out. They are wearing out the citizens with identities and government benefits have been stolen and sold by um, DSS and SSA uh, employees, uh, commissioners. And uh, they have no intention of uh, giving back Luisa Oyato her Medicaid. Uh, so they're telling her right now that uh, if she sends a letter asking them to take, uh, uh, to take her off the, to take her uh, out of the fraudulent Medicare Party, which she was enrolled uh, in without her knowledge or consent. Uh, and I suspect because uh, uh, Rhonda, Medicaid um, employee, Rhonda uh, Pruner, uh, asked her to sign some papers uh, without telling her what papers she was signing. Uh, and then she said, if you don't sign these papers, we will not put you in Medicaid. And then she ended up being in Medicare Part B as in boy, which is deceased. So um, after that, then she showed up in Medicare Part B as in boy, uh, which I think is fraudulent. So um, we went to pick up this medication, and they have us up and down, go to the emergency room, go, to, go here, go there. Uh, it's been three months, no uh, medication, no antibiotics for the three-month-old uh, chronic bladder and urinary tract infection, and no Medicaid uh, for three months. Uh, the emergency medication that was supposed to be issued within 72 hours is still being wait. Uh, we are still waiting for that one, too for the last three months. So this is the disaster that we have in our um, government employees' offices. And, um, oh, and the trafficking of Medicaid. This is uh, what has been transpiring. And Luisa Yartun uh, still needs her um, other um, medications, the antibiotics to treat the bladder infection uh, and the urinary tract infection. Uh, which she has had for the last three months or so, and she has not been able to pick up the medication because she doesn't have her New York State State Medicaid, which is being sold across the nation to be legal, so they can get this 100% um, coverage of uh, medical treatment and the medications that Luisa Oyatun is entitled to get because it's with her social security, security number and with her date of birth in personal identifiable information, that is illegal are getting free medical care and free um, medications for the civil taxpayers. So she's still waiting for the um, other uh, 60, 70 appeals that she needs to take because the doctor prescribed about three months ago um, 100 appeals and she was able, only able to um, get um, 30 appeals of that 100 appeals um, because um, Catholic Charity. Uh, had the kindness to give her the money to get the 30 pills. So uh, she still has the infection because her uh, her said Medicaid, straight Medicaid, is still being sold and she's being blocked from using it by being put in um, Medicare.
their Part B as employees, which blocks her from getting the medical treatment and the uh, medications that she needs to get from the multiple uh, specialized doctors that she uh, needs to see. And that is called in the U.S. law um, limit, uh, limiting her. So it's so also I, another violation. Can you um, tell me what's the prescription called in to a pharmacy? Yes, uh, it is a tab. Yes, it is still a tab. If you want, you can contact them. But um, the prescription was called in, and they still have the 70 uh, pills left. Um, we bet uh, for the prescription uh, for Luis um, Alyasum, but they said if there is no money and if she doesn't have her Medicaid, they cannot give it. So they still have the 70, uh, 70 of uh, the pills. Um, of the first 30 pills. Oh, sure. Okay. I would have to spell it for you because um, it is a long name and um, it's uh, kind of complicated. So let me get uh, the magnifying glass because uh, I'm not as young as I used to be. <laughs> My vision is not as good, okay? <laughs> Lisa Oyarsun uh, says that uh, what she needs is her straight uh, medication. That she has been waiting for it for three months. That she wonders when um, it's going to be uh, released to her so she can get the treatment and the medication that she needs. Can you can you spell the name? So oh, the medication is all done. I'm getting my magnifying glass. And also, am I able to speak to your mother? Of course, but remember, I am an authorized representative, and she was uh, telling me the other day that she was wondering uh, if this was a personal matter uh, uh, with her because she has seen people who have their uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, lover, friends, acquaintance to be uh, their representative, authorized representative, and she's unable to uh, have me as the authorized, authorized representative. So she was wondering if it was because of a personal reason or another reason because it doesn't seem personal. Uh, it should be Why a are you, I guess you, you initially said that you are her personal representative and now you're saying that she's saying that you're not? I no. Uh, what I'm saying is that she's wondering why you need to speak with her. If, if she named me and you have the legal document as uh, the authorized representative and you're still uh, insisting speaking with her, when she uh, named me the, as the authorized representative, so she doesn't understand if it's a, a personal matter or uh, another type of matter. I guess, can you clarify what you mean by personal matter or another type of matter? Uh, what I mean is, yes, because everybody else uh, is able to name uh, their boyfriend, their husband, uh, their lover, uh, their acquaintances, uh, as personal as their uh, personal representative uh, or authorized representative, but she, for some reason, is unable to do so because she has me, uh, uh, and you have the copy of the document that she signed at the um, office of the Southern uh, County DFS, uh, and you're still asking to speak with her, so she doesn't understand if it's a problem with me uh, or my accent or my um, in color, or uh, if there is another matter. Oh, ma'am, I believe that I 
link with the bladder um, uh, chronic infection and the uh, urinary tract um, chronic infection for the last three months, and she has been in pain, in chronic pain for the last three months or so because she doesn't okay, have the medication. Can I read some of the second? Second word for you to make sure I got all that. Sure. I have M is in Mary, O is in Orlando, N is in Nancy, O is in Orlando, H is in Henry, Y is in your, and D is in David. Perfect. So you say that this is still at top, right? Yes. Are they giving you a price on that? Well, they said uh, that uh, the price was uh, something like a hundred dollars or so. So, um, if, uh, Catholic Charities was only able to buy thirty for her. Uh, and when we went back, they said that they can only uh, cover um, the medications of a citizen, an elderly, a disabled, chronically ill citizen, once that she needs to get her Medicaid at the public assistance. Okay. So, would you like us to reach out to PAP to see what we can do about getting this medication for your mother? Of course, but what I would really like is uh, for uh, her to receive uh, her Medicaid, which is at the Department of um, Medicaid, New York State Department of Medicaid, uh, and it has uh, an active Medicaid uh, number, not a number that was given to her by Steuben County, a different uh, Medicaid number, and it has her date of birth, her social security number, and her personal identifiable information. But as I said uh, to Ms. Clark uh, and uh, Ms. Randa uh, um, Poon, the Medicaid um, supervisee and the, the Medicaid uh, supervisor, Ms. Clark, um, she needs her Medicaid uh, to go to a doctor to get the different doctors in. It's about 15 doctors that she needs to go to to get the other 19 medications or so that she needs. Otherwise, she's going to be in the same uh, problem, uh, and she's going to decay uh, uh, health-wise, and her uh, immune system is going to continue to be weakened by the lack of medication and the lack of um, medical care. You know, I have some information here that says that the only open Medicaid case is the one that is currently in Stuben County. That's also a lie. That there is no other open Medicaid services case anyplace. Uh, not with uh, her um, Stuben County um, public assistance um, uh, application because she was not, uh, interestingly, uh, given a public assistance application number, uh, and even though she had supposedly uh, Medicaid from Stuben County, if she had Medicaid from Stuben County, uh, she would have uh, a public assistance uh, application number, but she doesn't. And when we went to apply for the Medicaid, when she submitted the Medicaid application, which was uh, inside, uh, or within the um, public assistance um, the application of the student county, uh, we remember that uh, we were asked by Ms. Uh, Randa Pruner, which uh, told us that she was first the supervisor of Medicaid, and then several days after that, when we kept coming back, uh, she told us that she was not the supervisor of the Medicaid department. So we don't really know who is who, but 
what we do remember is that after we saw uh, Luisa Yasa submitted her, um, her Medicaid application, which was within the state uh, public assistance application, which was not given a public assistance application number by Sue County, um, Ms. Randa um, Trubner uh, uh, asked her to sign some papers uh, and to fill out another uh, medical insurance um, application, which is called um, Health Insurance um, Access New York Healthcare for Children, Adults, and Family. And this application is for, as I understand, that people who are not uh, applying for Medicaid or who uh, qualify for, for plans, not uh, for chronically ill um, citizens like Luisa Oyarzum, who have had Medicaid for the last uh, 13 years or so. And um, it is interesting to note that um, when um, it's sooner access to sign and fill out uh, this uh, second application, uh, we, know, uh, we noted that uh, it is uh, a different uh, medical insurance application than the one that she submitted uh, for her Medicaid. So uh, somewhere along the line, uh, people have uh, asked her to sign papers uh, without um, uh, uh, having the intention to put her in her Medicaid. See, it's interesting to uh, notice that every time I'm uh, saying something, every time I'm saying a fact that contributes to Luisa Jackson's uh, Medicaid continuing uh, to be disappeared, she interrupts me. So um, I don't understand why. Do you? No, they purchased the Medicare Part B in order to continue to use that medical insurance across the country in the hundreds of different nursing homes where illegals are uh, at, uh, and in order to have the taxpayers pay millions uh, and billions and trillions of dollars uh, during the last 13 years or so uh, for the illegals to stay in, this, in, in nursing homes for, with free medical care and free medication courtesy of the taxpayers, while uh, Luisa Oyarzum doesn't get the medication and the um, medical assistance that she needs, uh, the medical care that she needs to get, along with uh, the other about 50,000 uh, American citizens and legal residents who are being given the same treatment that Luisa Oyarzum is being given, which is non, non-medical treatment. Yes, only uh, a ER treatment uh, occasionally, uh, and when they are not in the mood in the mood to kill you. Yes, the problem with that is that it is illegal uh, for you guys to do that because 
he did not apply for Medicare. He did not ask you to apply for Medicare for her because he perfectly came to do it uh, by herself. And when uh, he submitted the application, he submitted the application for her New York State Threat Medicaid, not uh, Medicare or any other type of application with regards to the spend down, which is $246, the law says that if you submit uh, that amount of money, it incurs a bill or deal uh, amounting to $246, um, then she can be uh, given one month uh, worth of her Medicaid if it, if it was a true Medicaid, the one that she received from Sewing County. Um, with the right sequence number, uh, but um, she submitted uh, $23,000 worth of um, medical bills that she incurred, and they were supposed to be applied uh, to connect her Medicaid uh, with her send down uh, for six months, uh, and the other bills, they were supposed to be paid by the um, Department of Social Services, which they have not been, and uh, she was only uh, given one day to see the about 15 doctors, different specialized doctors that she needs to see to continue to stay alive. And in one day uh, that she was given, uh, because they submitted the paperwork on the 27th of February of 2018, uh, and they only gave her uh, until the end of February of 2018 to see the 15 doctors or so uh, of specialized areas to um, see them and to get the prescription to do the test to get the medication, and it was too, too little time because um, it is impossible to do that. So um, somebody is doing the wrong paperwork uh, there, and it is blocking her from, from getting the Medicare care that she needs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you were breaking up, but what I wanted to let you know is that there's a, you know, it's part of the ADF that applies to health insurance coverage in New York State. That all new Medicaid only a Medicaid patients who are age 65 or older or turning 65 in the next three months, who uh, appear to meet the requirements of Medicaid, are required to submit proof of application for Medicare as a condition of eligibility for Medicaid. Yes, the uh, Medicare that uh, is only required is uh, the Medicare Part A, and they are. Uh, giving misinformation on purpose to be able to keep her in Medicare Part B as in boy. So the hundreds of uh, illegals that are in nursing homes uh, and being paid by her medical insurance, Medicare Part B as in boy, can continue to stay in the nursing home with, uh, and get free uh, medical and health care and free medication courtesy of the taxpayers. Because I have been doing that for the last 13 years or so. Also, the Medicare 
Medicaid, um, student county Medicaid uh, employee uh, uh, was supposed to call the the hospital immediately after we went there on the 26th uh, of uh, January and asked the hospital to fax them uh, the uh, bill, which Luis Alliato uh, gave them uh, permission to do, uh, so they could do um, they could submit that bill and give her two or three months worth of uh, Medicaid. Uh, but they refuse to do that, and you and I know why they refuse to do that. That has been established during this conversation. Uh, way before the 27th, uh, so the um, Medicaid worker, Ms. Spooner, uh, waited until the last minute, and I kept asking her, uh, when are you going to do her, uh, her um, Medicaid thing? Well, I guess... Um, the rest of the part uh, you already know because you already know the story. But uh, this is the situation that approximately 50 million American citizens and legal residents are in, and we are being exterminated by government employees. We are being assassinated by government employees. This is a very um, urgent situation. We need the help of our president. Donald J. Trump. We need uh, his uh, uh, superior intelligence to solution this problem because until uh, the government employees that are in our government offices are um, obliged to be professional and to be serious about the work that they do, then we're going to continue to have a disaster. If we don't don't fix this problem if government employees are not held accountable for lying to the citizens, for falsifying documents, for signing up people for medical insurances fraudulently that uh, the, the people did not ask them to do, to sign them up for, for uh, selling the government benefits and the Medicaid across the nation to illegals uh, until we uh, put, them, put these people in their place and put them in jail. Uh, until the other people see a few of these people in jail, the trafficking of Medicaid and other government benefits and the identities are going is going to continue. There is no way around that. Either they are held accountable and put in jail and the others see that they are being put in jail, uh, or the uh, assassination of American citizens, the racketeering, the RICO violations, um, and they uh, continue to use the taxpayers as their personal checking account will continue. There is no other way around that. So uh, according to what you uh, have heard, um, you know what is going on. You know that um, there are um, the, the New York State Medicaid um, the New York State trade Medicaid that we saw Yasun is supposed to have is being sold. So because of that, I'm going to ask you, uh, as I always do, one more time to please make a call of action and have uh, Luisa Yasun uh, in your prayer and uh, ask uh, the government employees that I'm about to give you a contact for 
to please return Luis Aljacan's Medicaid to Luis Aljacan because it is unfair for uh, illegals to use her Medicaid while she uh, is being blocked from getting the medical care and the medication to stay alive. So uh, please make a call of action for this patriot, Luisa Oyarsun, and uh, we would like you to call if you have time and if you, if you can find it in your heart, call the Steuben County DSS Commissioner, Ms. Catherine A. Muller, that's K-A-C as in Tom, A as in Harry, R-Y-N, Muller, M-U-L-L-E-R, Muller, and her middle name is A as in Apple. The phone number for you to call Ms. Muller, DSS Commissioner of Steuben County, New York, is 607-664. 2000, 607, excuse me, 664-2000, and her fax number is 607-664-2179, 607-664-2179. That is also the number for the Fraud and Legal Department in Steuben County. Uh, and uh, if you can uh, email Ms. Moller, you can email her uh, at um, uh, dana.edingham at co.suben.ny.org. So um, email her there because uh, they refused to give us the, her, her email address, so they gave us uh, her secretary's uh, email address, which is Dana. So let me spell it again for you. Dana, D as in David, O as in Orlando, N as in Nancy, N as in Nancy, A as in Apple, dot, Evenham, E as in Edward, D as in Victor, I-N-G, H-A-M, at, C-O, at, Suben, S as in Sam, E as in Tom, E as in Edward, U, B as in boy, E as in Edward, N as in Nancy, dot, N as in Nancy, Y, dot, U as in under, S as in Sam. Uh, and if you can, uh, if you want to send her a letter, uh, this is her address also, Commissioner Muller um, of DSS, Suben County, DSS, 3E, Fulton Street, C as in Peter, U as in Under, L as in Love, C as in Tom, E as in Edward, N as in Nancy, E as in Edward, Y as in York, Sweet, <coughs> Bath, New York, 14810, Bath is B as in Boy, A as in Apple, CA, Bath, New York. And, um, Please also contact um, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Secretary, Mr. Alex Azar. So, the U.S. Department of Health Secretary, U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Secretary, Mr. Alex Azar. 
A-L-E-X, X-Race, Asa, A-Sinapol, Zias in Zebra, A-Sinapol, Ars in Raymond. 200 Independent Avenue, and that's 200 Independent Avenue, comma, Southwest, Esasin Sam, Sad, West Asin, uh, W Asin uh, Wonder, so 200 Independent Avenue, comma, Southwest, Washington, D.C., 20201. And that's Washington, D.C., 20201. And after Washington, remember, it's a comma. His phone number is 877-696-6775. And please call the New York State Department of Health Commissioner Howard Tucker, H-A-W-A-R-D, Tucker, Z as in zebra, U, K, I'm sorry, Z as in zebra, U, C as in cat, K as in kilometer, E, R, and his uh, comma, and he's an MD, medical doctor. Uh, next line, Corning Power, so C-O-R-N-I-N-G, Power, C as in Tom, O, W-E-R, Empire State Plaza, E-M-P-I-R-E, Empire State Plaza, Albany, comma, New York, 12237. The phone number is 518-474-2011, 518-474-2011, and the fax number is 518-474-6608, 518-474-6608, and uh, also, Nancy Derekio, which was the uh, temporary uh, SSA commissioner who installed the four-month worth of my mother's social security disability court-awarded benefits for four months. She's at Social Security Administration, and she's the one also who is uh, putting her in Medicare Part B to be able to uh, defraud the United States government with millions, billions, and trillions of dollars. Uh, so she can pay the nursing homes for the nursing homes for the illegals while she's in Medicare Part B. If she had Medicaid, she would not be able to do that. That's why they keep her in Medicare Part B. That's one of the reasons why. So the Social Security Administration is 6401 Security Boulevard. Again. Social Security Administration, next line, 6401 Security Boulevard, and next line, Baltimore, comma, Maryland. So, Baltimore, B-A-L-T-I-M-O-R-E, comma, M-D for Maryland, 21235. And she's there from Monday to Friday from 8.30 to 5. And I'm sure she's not, but she's supposed to be there. 
And the phone number is 410-965-2982. And uh, she's there again from 8.30 in the morning until 5 o'clock at night uh, in the evening, Eastern Standard Time. So when you call her, 410-965-2982, you can uh, go to extension 2 and see if you can, if you, if you can get it uh, that way. And the fax number is 410-597-0015, 410-597-0015. If you belong to any organization, civil rights or civil liberties organization, or any Christian organization, uh, or any uh, conservative organization, please make the call uh, and contact these people because Lisa Oyarsson is being assassinated as we speak. They are blocking this elderly disabled citizen who worked for dozens of years of her life, paid her taxes, and did everything right. In the last job that she had, she was there for 11 years and she was never late, not once, for 11 years. So please, if you can at all, make the call and tell them to please return Luisa Oyasu's medication to her because she needs it. She's in pain and um, these people are abusing this elderly disabled citizen. And having her to have con con constant pain when, uh, so they can continue to sell her medication when they can just give her her medication and she can continue to, uh, and she can get her uh, medical care and her medication. If all the illegals, dozens of illegal aliens are using her Medicaid, why can't she use her own Medicaid? I don't understand. And um, the New York State Department of Health Commissioner also has uh, an email address. Um, you can call, uh, you can contact uh, the New York State um, Department of Health Commissioner, Howard Soccer at D as in David, O as in Orlando, H as in Harry, W E D as in Boy at health.ny.gov. So it's D O H web W E D at health.ny.gov. Gov as in Boy, as in Victor. And um, you can just write when you email him uh, on the subject line, just write attention to Dr. Howard Soccer. And also, I wanted to um, mention that if you can um, uh, send the fax, if you have, because some people work in offices or have a, a fax at home. Uh, please do so. Uh, uh, tell them in writing that you are aware of the uh, trafficking of Medicaid, uh, especially the trafficking of Medicaid of Luisa Oyarsun, and she's now at the Steuben County, and that uh, you are uh, watching uh, what uh, these people are doing, and you need um, this uh, patriot to get her Medicaid back, to get the medical care that she needs to stay alive. Okay, so 
Um, with that, uh, let me ask you, do you understand what I said? Do you, do you understand what is going on? How the organized crime operates with the organized crime members working as government employees? Okay, it seems that everybody understood what I said. There is no uh, confusion. There is no um, a lack of clarity. Everybody understands what's going on and how the citizens are being assassinated, how the American people uh, is being exterminated by the organized crime members working as government employees. And why? Because there hasn't been any accountability. There is no accountability. So these government employees uh, say, well, we are too smart. They cannot get us. Why? Because we are government employees and we are smarter than everybody else, and smarter than the broad um, investigators, and smarter than our president, uh, and smarter than uh, our patriots. Well, they're, they're not. Because if they were truly smart, they wouldn't have to steal, um, rob, and uh, assassinate to get money. They would have the intelligence that God gave them uh, to earn a living honestly and decently. So um, with that being said, you have the information that you need. Uh, all the news reporters, news uh, investigative news reporters, news directors, and news producers that you might know, please give them a copy of this uh, show and also all the government officials that are against the organized crime, the racketeering, the RICO violations, and the mockery of our Constitution and our laws. Because as one said uh, yesterday, one organized crime member said yesterday, F-U-C-K are your laws. And that's what they think about our laws. That's why they do what, what, what we uh, are looking at them doing. That's what I think. So um, I don't know when um, we went wrong, uh, terribly wrong, and, and uh, when we started to deteriorate uh, as a Christian nation, but this is still a Christian nation, and we can fight back and continue to uh, uh, to uh, make the, this nation strong in God. So don't give up. Let's unite and let's, let's fight each other and let's take away those uh, government jobs from the hands of the devil and give them uh, to Christians um, and decent people who are not going to use and abuse their positions to steal from, subjugate, and assassinate our citizens and legal residents. God bless you and, have you, uh, and may you have a, a great rest of the night and a great weekend. I'll talk to you on Monday. Good night. Tomorrow, bro.